You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello to everyone out there, and welcome back to another episode of Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth. I'm back. What's going I'm now? Back. Cliff's back. back. I'm back. Guess who's back? Back again. So, yeah. Fresh. So they uh, had to drag you out of Disney with your oh fingernail, your claws. <laughs> That's how they drag you out of Disney by one of your big yeah. ears. Yeah. That's why they give you that extra set to wear on your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It uh, gets a little harder to come back home every time. I have a glow about you. You seem refreshed. <laughs> yeah. You seem magical. <laughs> it's pixie dust. <laughs> it's what it looks like at night. <laughs> No, yeah, we had uh we did um eight eight days in Walt Disney World. Um just uh me and Alicia and uh our daughter Carly, she's fourteen now. And uh the you know, the, the, the older, older boy, boy bless his soul is preparing for his career. College? Carnival. You gotta be proud. Oh yeah. Yeah, last season he was a picture dust spreader on the Celtic world. He thinks that maybe next year he'll be guessing people's waiter barking for the yak woman. But it was just the three of us, so uh, a little different trip. Uh, first trip since the before times, and um, or since the before times. And uh, some changes, some different, uh, different things since, you know, Bob Chapek has has taken over and post-COVID and changed some stuff around and monetized. You're, you're not going to say anything critical about the Disney Corporation. <laughs> well, I kind of already did. So, um, but we can talk about it a little bit, but if you want, if you want the, the in-depth details of, of every, every restaurant we ate at and, and every attraction we rode, um, I, I put up a, uh, Patreon exclusive episode just today it's available um for our uh five dollars and up uh patreon patrons on patreon patreon.com slash you down with kpp um so that uh that's that's there if you want to listen to all about it and every little detail and what i thought about this and that but yeah this this was definitely a different trip um some different things you know, the fast pass system is gone. There's no dining plan currently. And, um, those were things that were essential. I would have considered essential to my trip planning. Um, you know, at least the last decade. So, uh, things are definitely a little different. Crowds were pretty good, even though it was a holiday week, you know, the week before Halloween, um, got a little busy there the day before Halloween, uh, our last day in the parks. But, um, other than that, weather was pretty good. Just had a little bit of rain, but it's Florida. Um, but it wasn't wasn't too hot. Um, wasn't uh, it was it was rather pleasant. Uh, 
and um, I think altogether we did three days at Magic Kingdom, two days at Epcot, two days at Studios, and one day at Animal Kingdom is how it shook out. So um, you do have to make park reservations now um, in advance. Before, you can't just buy a ticket and go to a park anymore. Um, you do have to have a park reservation for that day. And, uh, and we, we didn't even do a park hopper this time. So we were just one park per day. That's all we did. Um, we did, you know, we did, uh, several days where we went back to the room, kind of took an afternoon break or whatever. Um, just to, you know, not wear us wear ourselves too thin. Um, but the, you know, it's the 50th anniversary, October 1st, 1971, the park opened, um, Disney World is currently celebrating for the next 18, 17 months, I'm sorry, 17 months now, um, they will be celebrating their 50th anniversary. That's, which that's is, not how time works. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an 18 month celebration, um, to celebrate a, a, a yearly anniversary. Go figure that one out. But, but, um, some pretty cool stuff, um, for the most part, some stuff that wasn't all, you know, they really hyped up that wasn't maybe didn't, didn't live up to expecta expectations on some of it, but overall it was really good. Um, felt really good to be back in the parks. And like I said, it'd been a couple years, uh, which is an extremely long time for my family. So this was a much needed vacation. Um, we had a lot of fun, had a lot of laughs, did a lot of stuff, ate a lot of food, um, all that. Uh, so yeah. Questions? <laughs> we just listened to that two hour yeah. breakdown yeah. you do That's on it. the Patreon. Want all the details. Hey, there was another uh, 50th anniversary in October from October 1971, just recently. Really? Yeah. Is that, is that <laughs> he's, he's struggling. Months? Is that He's 18 struggling. months long as well? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be an 18-month celebration. Hmm. I turned 50. Wow. Holy cow. Do you feel do you feel extra magical? I do. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize till you said that 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 was the same month yeah, I was that's, born. That's pretty crazy. It, I'll tell you another crazy thing from my trip um that you guys already saw, but I'll let everybody in. Um there's a picture of of from when you were a kid in uh and with Christy and you guys have the the Cleveland Browns helmets yeah. on and I always noticed in that picture I've seen that picture I have no times. doubt I've seen that picture a million times <laughs> and I never noticed and you're I, like you and me you're like that's all I ever noticed it's the only thing I ever saw in that picture <laughs> Christy is wearing a a t-shirt um a very vintage Walt Disney World yeah. t-shirt what's got mickey mouse on very it. vintage and yes. i found that t-shirt um they're currently selling it in a in a retro 50th anniversary collection in, in in magic kingdom and i sent you guys a picture of it on a mannequin and i was like this is the exact same shirt because it's pretty amazing it, it was pretty cool there were several items they had um they did that with it was i talked about it a little bit um on that on that patreon episode but it was a wild um one night we were it was after the fireworks the park was closed and you know even though it's officially closed they stay open an extra hour to get people out of the park 
give uh give a little time extra time to if you want to grab get the hoses out yes get out of here no <laughs> <laughs> um they they give you a little extra time to shop down main street and and things like that so we took advantage of that and we we were kind of we were, were going through the emporium after the fireworks show and just kind of looking for some souvenirs and from different things and and i said oh as we were walking out of that Let's go here across the street. I think they have the the new vintage um, 50th collection over at the mm. theater. So I walked in there and boom, I was like, I started, there were things I was spotting, like just little items that they have remanufactured for this um, that look exactly just like that t-shirt, look exactly like things I had seen in my childhood and completely forgotten about. I picked up a couple cups and um, they had the old back scratchers, some t-shirts, some just different things. And I was just like, Oh my God, I had completely forgotten about this. I blow in your mind. It really did. I was, I picked up one, this one cup and I was like, Oh my God, I cannot, I haven't, I hadn't thought about this thing in in 40 years, but I had this. So I did pick up. Nostalgia is a powerful drug. it, It is. It is. And they got me. Um, Behind me here, you guys, you can't see it, but up right up here, there is a original um, coffee cup my grandparents bought in 1982. It's an, it's from Epcot, the year it opened, and it has figment on it. I I have possession of that now. It's a it's a fairly rare item, um, but I saw in that little shop. It's it's a white um, glass, kind of like what they would call like milk milk glass or whatever um for fenton it's that type of style but i found the magic kingdom one um for the 50th anniversary it has the castle and walt disney world in uh like a gold foil on it and it matches my epcot one so that that came home with me um as far as that that old retro stuff did but yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool so but it you just got moved. it bad you got a bad for Disney. <laughs> but yeah, when I, when I'd seen that, when I saw that, having that is wrong. You don't want to be right. Yeah, that's right. But when I saw that t-shirt in the window, I was like, holy cow, that's that t-shirt from that picture. <laughs> that's amazing. Amazing. Did, did back to the star Wars land. Had they added anything since your first, trip down there no um not not really um i can't other than the the hotel getting ready to open you know the star cruiser hotel that's really the only big project going on there um but it's still awesome um i I, how many new lightsabers did you buy i did not buy any lightsabers um it was tempting especially the legacy lightsabers like i mean it it would have been very easy for me to walk out of there with a with the Luke Skywalker uh, lightsaber hilt from Return of the Jedi. Uh, I I would have been willing to spend two hundred dollars on that, but but I didn't. Um, I did get to ride. We rode Rise of the Resistance twice. Um, we rode it. Well, I rode it twice. We rode it once in the morning. Uh, first ride we hit in Hollywood Studios. And I rode it uh, as the last attraction I rode in Hollywood Studios on my second day. I just rode it by myself um, because I had not ridden it just to just to 
experience it. Every time I've ever ridden it, I've been trying, I'm trying to make a video or I'm taking pictures and just not enjoying it. I mean, I love it. It's amazing. It's the best attraction I've ever rode, but, uh, I just, the girls went back to the room one night. I had an hour left in the parks by myself. I told my wife, I said, Hey, I'm, I'm before I leave, I'm going to go try and, and get on rise. And, um, because it was down and I just got lucky and it, it came back up and I got to ride it, uh, before I left the park and, um, thoroughly amazing experience, experience, thoroughly enjoyed it, um, just by myself and, uh, an elderly couple that sat in the same row as me. <laughs> and, uh, it's just amazing. Um, had a really good, had a really good first time we rode, um, the Falcon, uh, Alicia got to be, she hadn't been a pilot before, so she got to sit in Chewie's seat and, you know, pull down the lever for light speed. Um, we were, we rode it another time and we went through the single rider line, which means, you know, all three of us went through the single rider, but normally you're just paired with a group that needs an extra person. Well, we got lucky. Alicia didn't get lucky. She went on with some other family. Carly and I ended up in the same group. Um, I talk about this on, on the other episode, but Carly and I end up in a group with these four other people who did not speak any English. I'm pretty sure they had no idea what Star Wars was. <laughs> and they had no understanding of the concept of the ride. So poor Carly and I, we are picked, you know, we're at it. We're the last two in a group. So we are the engineers. You have two pilots, two gunners, two engineers in, in your, you know, the cockpit of the Falcon. So we are in the back. We are the engineers. Our job is just to push some flashing buttons next to us on the wall. That is, that's all we do. Um, the gunners at least get a more aggressive button pushing because they're firing the weapons. And of course the pilots, um, control, you know, the Falcon, they get to do the fun stuff. Well, the woman who is in the right side pilot uh, in Chewie's seat, she just sits there. Immediately, I'm enraged. <laughs> so she's just sitting there, and I'm I'm like, I start yelling. Carly is laughing at me. I'm not aggressively yelling, but I'm like I'm like yeah. trying to help. So yeah. I'm like I'm like, hey, backseat backseat driving. Yeah. When, you know, it, if it lights up green, push the button or pull it down or do what you got to do. You know, move the stick. She just sits there. Uh, the co-pilot just sits there. Now, after a couple couple seconds, he figures out that he's supposed to at least move the stick to control the pilot the Falcon. So he's attempting it. The woman just continues to sit there. Light speed hits. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm screaming. I said, hit it, Chewy. <laughs> she does nothing. Never says a word. Carly's over there dying. I'm like, hey, if it's blinking, push it. Carly's dying laughing. They continue to sit there. She puts her hand on the stick, just pushes it forward to go downwards. 
and holds it there the entire the entire ride. We're just crashing into stuff. So I'm just like fed up. I'm like, oh my god, I just let me do it. So the gun- <laughs> this is a mutiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, the the gunners aren't doing their job. So I am pushing all of my engineering functions and stuff, and I start pushing the buttons of the guy in front of me who's supposed to be, you know, the gunner. So I'm doing both jobs. Carly's over here pushing all her buttons, and the the other three of them are just they they just sat there. So I'm back there going, you know, and they have, they don't get my jokes. They don't understand star Wars, nothing. So that was pretty interesting. Um, experience. I hope I never (laughs) have to go through again with, with somebody that doesn't know anything about star Wars or what they're on or have any concept of what, what, what the deal was. So. Although to be fair, you do the same thing on the, the bugs life ride. And that's the, true. The Dumbo, yeah. the teacups. Dumbo, you know how to yeah. stir a teacup. That's do it right. You're not spinning it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So good point. Good point. So, but no, it, it was it was a really good trip. We had we had we did have a lot of fun. Um, we had some uh, some really neat experiences. Did some new stuff, even though it was different. Um, we overcame. We we did not purchase, if anybody's wondering, any lightning lane passes. Um, we just did standby line. We did not use the genie service um, that is new. So, um, you know, call it out of protest or, or whatever have you. Um, I just wasn't willing to pay extra for things I used to get. Um, at least you know, if, if I didn't have to, so I'll wait an extra 10 minutes in the line or, or whatever. So, but yeah, good trip. Um, can't wait to do it again, guys. <laughs> can't wait to go back. I'm ready. Back <laughs> to or bust. That's right. That's right. So, so yeah, like we said, uh, there's a two hour detailed, uh, breakdown of everything on the Patreon page. So we thank you for your attention. We're going to try to do more stuff like that and have plenty of bonus stuff to make it worth your while if you'd like to support us. And since we've switched over to the new system, we got to welcome our first patron. Who else could it be? Mr. Jesse Starcher jumped in immediately to become a a patron once again. Old-time patron, new... Now... The first of the new wave of patronage. So thank you very much, Jesse. The OJ. We hope to be worthy of your patronage. That's right. <laughs> I was excited when 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 I got that notification that we had somebody sign up and I saw the first person was Jesse. I was like, Shh. I I couldn't imagine it being anybody else. <laughs> I so imagine it will be. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine anyone else joining. So I think we hit it. So and, <laughs> well, we're not going to hit you over the head and beg you and, and make every episode long commercial for it. But we're trying to do some extra, and 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 we'll see where it goes. We'll, we'll see what you want from it and what we can provide to it. And it'll like everything else on the show will evolve into something. Right, right. <laughs> we don't know what, but it'll happen. Um. Yeah, while I was in Florida, you guys you guys recorded an episode, and uh, I I I cut in there for a few seconds just uh, 
just to make sure. I, my, my goal was I, I, I wanted to see if I could get into it easily, and I wanted to make sure everything was working <laughs> properly. So, And it was. Everything worked the way it was supposed to. There was no issues, and you guys put a, put an, an episode together, um, a long episode together, I freaked out a little bit when I when I heard uh, seventeen was the number of picks we were gonna do, and I thought, oh my god, seventeen sounds like a lot. And uh, but uh, but it was a good episode. I thought, why why didn't we just round it up to twenty? We each could have one extra yeah. pick and just called it twenty, right. and even even twenty. Right. <laughs> so I will say, after listening and editing that episode, um. My list, had I been present, I think would have been closer to Jordan's because when I think Western also, I think of all those old those old 50s and 60s movies uh, or yeah. even before that, um, even the black and whites, just because that's what my dad watched, that's what my grandfather watched, and that's just what comes to mind. Um, however... I definitely would have had three amigos on the list. Yeah, I was good pretty call. safe in guessing that. Good call. And uh I can't believe you guys bash young guns. That's terrible. It, it is terrible. It, it would have definitely been at the top of my list. Um and I was a little surprised how modern it was on your picks for the most part. But I love the searchers. It was a great pick. Um I could have went with uh, Sons of Katie Elder. Um, as far as John Wayne movies go, uh, nobody mentioned. You did mention Dances with Wolves briefly. I was a little surprised it wasn't on anybody's list. As that's well. a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was that's one I haven't seen in a really long time. Um, but I just remember all the. Well, a double date it. to Dances with Wolves uh-huh. and you and a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me and a wolf. I just remember I really made my friend laugh. We were sitting in the theater, and, and the guy, I, there's some line where, like, somebody says, I must tell 10 bears, some, which was some, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Indian's yeah. name. And I, I was like, uh, and I was leaned on, I was like, first, you got to find 10 bears. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little surprised by that. Um, there was no, there was no American tell. Five goes west, guys. I mean, come on. Um, no honorable mention for that. Um, city slickers, guys. That's not a freaking. I guess it's a western, <laughs> but it didn't need to be on that. <laughs> Maybe it'll make the baseball movie list. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, I definitely would have uh, on my list. I definitely would have had the Apple Dumpling Dumpling Gang, um, Disney classic, Don Knotts. And, uh, and, um, Tim Conway, Tim Conway, uh, and, uh, uh, the guy that played the Hulk. Yeah. That guy. (laughs) So little surprise. You left some of those out, but, um, Bixby, Bill Bixby. That's, that's what it is. Bill Bixby. I wanted to say Bruce Boxleitner, but I knew that wasn't right. (laughs) Scarecrow. So, yeah, but it, but it was a really good episode. Uh, thanks for Jared for, filling in and and uh and, and working on that and bringing a making a good show so 
yeah, I, I was really happy with the, what we ended up with. So if if that, if that one scared you away, you hadn't listened to it because it was long, or you're not a Western fan, like I, I I was still happy with what we ended up with. So it, I I think it's worth a listen. That and some movies like I hadn't seen in a long time, or maybe mm. even hadn't seen at all. Like it's it's a good reminder. I keep and I and now once we do these lists, then I start seeing this stuff. Like I've yeah. seen all these movies pop up on cable in the week <laughs> since, and I want to rewatch all of these. Like after we've <laughs> talked about them. So. Like that, that's our public service to you is like uh, reminding you that there's some excellent movies out there to get to speaking of movies we could talk about some other movies save Martha puny god I'm just a kid from Brooklyn I'm Batman kneel before the sun under roof said it yourself bitch we're the guardians of the galaxy so what's it gonna be huh Long, sullen silence, or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, yeah. What's new in the movie universe? I watched Eternals today. It's opening day. As we record, it has just opened. And not uh, not blowing the doors off. Not getting great reviews. I'm not hearing a lot of positive buzz for it but yeah most reviews i saw this week from critics were you know like yeah it's uh <laughs> and then they it got bombed by the schmucks online they didn't like it because yeah. apparently there's there's a, a g- gay scene in the movie <laughs> so they had to go try oh. to crush it on rotten Cl- tomatoes clutch Re- those pearls they had to go, yeah. They'd go uh, on air and review a movie they hadn't seen and try to trash <laughs> it. So that knocked the Rotten Tomato score down. Like I care, and yeah, I uh, went with my son today. I went and saw it. So I'll give you my non-spoilery take. I mean, you guys, you saw previews, I'm sure, right? I I actually watched. I, I mentioned this. I watched a ten about a ten minute preview. They were playing at Hollywood. Yeah, Studios. you really saw the hell out of it. So <laughs> <laughs> you saw a lot. Yeah. So well, um, I, I, what preview? I don't. You know, I don't want to say anything if you didn't see yeah, any. I'm sure I saw the first trailer, but I I yeah, haven't paid any attention since. Yeah. I try not to read as much. Right. So. I'm not spoiling anything. The but I have dug out all the Eternals comics I have, and like yeah. I've been trying to read some stuff before I watch it to, to have good. some sense of <laughs> what mm-hmm. these characters are, because it's something I have well, I prepared, very little familiar I with. prepared by listening to Jesse Starcher and some dude talk about nice. the Neil Gaiman series on source material. That's on, and, laying on my nightstand right now. I'm going to read that this week. It was a... Excellent little update. I hadn't read that in forever, and uh, what they thought of that. So check that out if you want a little refresher before you watch watch the movie. But um, the, the I, basic the basic plot is. No, I mean, I don't even say anything. What? Really? That's... I didn't know any. I didn't know any of this, you and didn't? I was happy about it. Okay. All right. Okay. Seriously, I. I specifically did not want to know plot before I watched it, and it, and you don't need to know it. You so didn't watch any of the previews at all. I I watched, yeah, I watched like the, the first trailer, trailer like Jordan uh-huh. said, and then after I watched the movie, 
tonight I watched the final trailer and was super glad I had not watched the final mm. trailer okay. because they tell you stuff I did not know going into the movie. So anyway, uh, so I always try to avoid the last week of trailers because they just show you everything. Um, anyway, I would say one, Gemma Chan is a beautiful woman. <laughs> wow. Uh, it makes, you know, I honestly didn't even know who was playing who at I all. say she plays Cersei. Yeah. But okay. I didn't even know that going into it. Like I, nothing. Um, but I quit started remembering That's all true. these. Like this is probably the least I know about any Marvel movie. Yeah. Normally I'm barraged with it. And you yeah. know, you've seen all the costumes through mm-hmm. the action figures that have leaked. Like, even if you're not actively looking for it, like this stuff just, yeah. reaches you but something yeah this movie i don't i literally know nothing about so what i would say is that that's a cool way to go into it because it was fun to l- learn about these characters and it helped to have known you know had a little history with it but i'm not a cosmic guy I never have been and so eternals was always a little too cosmic for me street and level so, set that's what they've always called that's it. what exactly <laughs> yeah it's always been my nickname um i uh but and uh johnson knows in it i knew he was going to be in it and what character he plays with most people know if you don't i won't tell you but uh so i was excited about that you know being you know the little foreshadowing that was going on there but it was just neat to learn about it honestly the there's plenty to complain about as far as the way the movie looks and how it's got a little bit of that DC feel as far as like Superman-y stuff and, you know, but I liked it. I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was super like, like I was worried as much when I would read cosmic stuff when I was younger, I, it's like, I, didn't understand what was going on most of the time. Like I just, I can read it now and like slow down and really pay attention, but it was just like, I wasn't that interested in it and I didn't would just kind of re- breeze through it and never knew what was going on. And this was very digestible and easy to understand. Like anybody is going to be able to understand what's going on in this. That was my worry that a, the cosmic mumbo jumbo, and B, the size of the cast, yeah. that they were just going to throw way too much at you and it would be a big mess. So I'm, I'm glad it's... Huh. I'm glad there it's, is, there it's is one character that's not in the final battle and for no reason, <laughs> except that I think they just were like, there's too many people. And I was like, oh, they'll show up at the end. Nope. <laughs> like, it was just like, we're just not going to have them there because there's too many freaking people. But it was, it, it was good. It was easy to follow. I, I thought every you know everybody did a good job and I and I think because I'd heard so many meh reviews all week that maybe that helped me, but I really enjoyed it. Hmm. And the biggest thing is there there are two post you know a mid credits yeah. and post credits scene. I some I had not been spoiled on them. One I could have predicted. The other one I could not have predicted, and it was so my era of comics that I was like, yes, <laughs> I was really happy with it. Like I was just like, both, both of them were right in my era of starting to read comics. So 
I don't know if anybody will have enjoyed it more than me when I, when it, when they had a couple cameos at the end. I was like, yes, this was awesome. So anyway, it was good. I liked it. That, that's where I'm at. My expectations are so low that I, I'm hoping to just go in and enjoy it. Like, I, I don't have any expectations for it. I don't, I, I, yeah, the critics have bashed it, so I'm not expecting a masterpiece. So if I can yeah. just win and enjoy that, that's yes. what you should. It's not a masterpiece, but I, they, she did a good job of making like these cosmic beings mm-hmm. make them feel like people, you know, like bring it down to earth. And that was good. So I think you'll like it. And you, Seth, were not here during our review of Shang-Chi, so we never really got your feedback. Was Was that one... Did that one pay off for you too? I like that. that. I like that as well. I did not like the final battle. I I don't. It didn't do it for me. But I did like the movie mm-hmm. overall. So yeah, it was good. Good enough. Good enough. So we'll talk more about Eternals after you guys see it. See what you think. Well, oh, I saw Dune. Dune. Did you yeah. finish Dune? You said you weren't feeling it. Uh, yeah, I, I watched it all in one sitting, but yeah, that first half, they got me in the first half, as I believe, as the man said. <laughs> like, I was just not into it. I, I liked it more the longer it went on and the stuff out in the desert uh, got I mean, my interest more excited. But yeah, I think we talked before that I'm just not, that's not my wheelhouse. The you know, ancient bloodlines and, and medieval sort of hierarchies and epic fantasy is yeah. just not my cup of tea. That so it's, it's already a little bit difficult for me going in to, to get hyped about it. So I, but I thought that it, it, you know, it was really well made, like the effects, the grandeur of it, the scale of it, the scope of it. I was really impressed with the look. I liked all the actors. It's just, it's not it wasn't my it's hard my kind of sci-fi yeah it's hardcore yeah. fantasy sci-fi and i mean they did it great but it's kind of i mean it's but it's pretty easy to follow also you know mm-hmm. as far i thought you know I, but it was just you're, it's pretty it lacks a little bit of heart mm. you know it, it, it misses catching some of that from the book but it's so well done otherwise it's just it's just very uh, it's got a lot of rough edges as far and, as and far I as watched like it on hard TV. sci-fi. Yeah, I watched it on TV in my living room, and I, you know, if the theater experience may have wrapped me oh, up, it, in, it uh, was spectacle. Yeah, yeah, I went, I went and saw the theater just because I, and it was worth it. I was glad I did, but uh, but I, I rewatched it at home with subtitles on to catch everything they were saying, you know, and and I'd read the book. I the only thing I want is go, I could talk about it a lot. <laughs> I, I, that's why I read the book. I, I mean, there's a lot of comparisons I can make, but the main thing I want to say, because I've heard, heard a lot of people talking about the chosen one thing. And, you know, first off, you, this is the blueprint, like every, all these fantasy books and star Wars and uh, you know, wheel of time and all everything, you know, comes from this, this is uh, $6 million. Man. All these things. <laughs> Dune is the blueprint, you know, and so well, first off. You should off, make another video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if people, are, you know, <laughs> want to complain, like, oh, we've seen 
this before. Well, this was where they got it. Secondly, it's not what you think it is. Like everyone wants to say like, Oh, this, this guy is supposedly the, you know, Timothy Chalamet's character, Paul, Paul Atreides is like, just, he's the chosen one. He's going to have all the power and everybody, all the prophecies are about him and da, 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 da. But they're not paying attention and they haven't seen the second half of this or where it goes, but they do lean on this in the movie. They make, make a lot of comments. He does his character in particular points out that's not prophecy. That's propaganda. You got, you get, he blamed, you know, those people put that out there and it's a, it's a more nuanced story than what people took from it. From what I'm seeing in the reviews, I'm like, no, it's not the chosen one. They tell you right off that that propaganda was put out there. That doesn't mean it's true. He even says they're not, you know, they're, they're saying what you guys told them, you know? So anyway, it's a little more nuanced. Yeah. That's been one of the complaints about, I've heard of like that, the whole quote unquote white savior narrative. Yeah. It's, you know, a handsome young white guy has to come and save these native people like that kind of idea. But I I always assume there was more to it that it was Mm. more of a, almost a critique of that or a, or a, you know, playing off your expectations of that narrative to do something different. Yeah. That's all, you know, kind of Arthurian legend stuff. But, um, I remember the watching the original Dune from the original Dune movie from the eighties and never understanding it. Um, <laughs> you know, because I was probably too young and, and maybe the movie wasn't all that great and didn't follow every, the book all that well, but it didn't do bad. It didn't do bad. It, it follows I, it pretty I, I turned, mean, this, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I turned it on last night and about five minutes we were sitting there and I was just like, nope. <laughs> it's very <laughs> clinical. I know it's, there's no way I would think you would like it. Like yeah. it's very clinical. This is, but, but it's so, he's such a good director as far as being able to create an entire, you know, this world, mm-hmm. worlds, you know. Yeah. It's so amazing. Everything's bigger and, and, that future i like that we need bigger things every ship needs to be as big as a freaking football stadium <laughs> i didn't know that till i saw it i was like why are all our are, planes so the worms are pretty big too yeah that that hit me of like that i didn't feel like the movie did enough because the idea okay there are these bad guys who are exploiting this planet and taking their resources and 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 are being cruel to the the inhabitants and then well we're going to come in and we're the good guys who are going to exploit your natural resources and we'll be nice to you <laughs> that's as little, we exploit. That's, yeah but that's the, a good, so the, I cho- get, the, ch- the chosen one thing and stuff it's like literally that's what that's what they say to who will be our oppressor next you know you you guys are the good guys you're oppressing us also so yeah, I did. I, I'm. Sh- I was sure that's where it was going and the point it was trying to make, but I didn't feel like it had quite done. Like I said, we're just to the halfway point uh, at least right. so far. So, but they did green light a second movie. Yeah, so. that felt like a little bit of bait and switch. I never saw the term part one until the movie started, and then it said Dune Part One. 
Like, nowhere in the advertising or the run-up to this was it like, hey, here's the first of these movies. I mean, it was known, but it wasn't advertised. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, no. Not till it was hit the screen. Yeah, if you're a fan of the book and have loved this property for years, I'm, I'm sure... Oh, well, of course, I saw fans arguing back and forth of, like, they left out this tiny little nuance and this and that and the other. So, you know, it's never going to capture the whole thing. But I, right. I, I think it... it I, I hope that it... Uh, I I, per, I I see there are like a couple things, but man, that's the kind of stuff that you would only be able to fit into a TV series, you know, a movie movies. You can only do so only have so much time. Um, I thought it was I, good. Actually, my, my brother, Justin pointed out, there was a, a scene. He, he, he was annoyed. They left out uh, the dinner the scene. End, oh, no. the, the end battle. I won't oh, explain good. the whole thing, but what happens happens and he sheds a tear mm. and it's that idea of moisture. And, the, yeah. and it's like, he's like, that would have added so much to that scene. And it's, just, you know, it, it wasn't a long drawn out thing. They could have added in, but yeah, yeah there is stuff they could have done, but overall it's a solid B. Um, what else? We went, saw a movie. Yeah. We, saw we made a road trip. <laughs> not Cliff's not the only one that goes. places. <laughs> Yes, we drove through a monsoon yeah. and a Halloween weekend in Athens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went saw uh, went to the Athena Cinemas and uh, saw Last Night in Soho. Me and Jordan and Nick, my son. It was way more people there than I'm used to when I go there. Usually, there's like three people in the theater, mm. and they were all very tall. Yes. <laughs> they were all very tall. Sitting right in front of us. Um, so yeah, this is Edgar Wright. So, you know, the guy who made Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and all these hilarious, amazing genre movies. Makes another, it's another, still a genre movie, but it's not that sort of thing. It's a, it's a more straight up sort of... I feel like it was marketed as a thriller, like a psychological drama, but it, it was, it almost skewed straight to horror. Like it was, mm. I, I would more classify it as a horror movie. I think. Yeah. I, I, I've been thinking about it all week. Like, mm. <laughs> like uh, not all the time, just like often on thinking what I thought of it. Honestly, some the, last third of the movie got confusing as you know it was like such a jumble i feel like there's just like i feel like he just a couple things he could have done different to make it make more sense at least to me but uh i like the style of it oh yeah 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 he always has a great soundtrack he has a great visual eye the actors were great. This was uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Thomason McKenzie, and Doctor Who, Matt Smith, along with a few... Because uh, the, the, the idea is it's a young girl from the you know country bumpkin moves to London to go to fashion school, and she has been obsessed with the, the London in the 1960s. And that mystique of you know, swinging London, like that, there's a whole you know, uh, aura of that time period. So he also casts Terrence Stamp and Diana Rigg and a few other actresses who, who were in movies at that time yeah. who were who were part of that mystique, that cool 60s vibe, as now, you know, 
older versions of themselves. So that that's a nice bit of stunt casting in that direction. But yeah, it, it's the the first half and the build up was super strong. I feel like the third act kind of dropped the ball a little bit, and I don't know if it it zigged when it should have zagged or did did something that didn't quite pay off. But I it didn't make me dislike the movie, but there was just a. Uh, I don't know. It didn't end with a great uh, flourish, I guess. Yeah. Still worth watching. It was worth watching. Yeah, it was. A, it was a, definitely had a. It took you there back to the 60s. And the whole. That scene. The scene with all the mirrors and switching back and forth between the girls. Like. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, I'd heard it was done like practically and just camera tricks and things and that that was really neat to see i like when people do that stuff that's definitely something he's good at so and the and the the undercurrent of the whole thing i thought felt very timely again i don't want to spoil anything but it 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 gives you that idea because the movie starts and she has stars in her eyes and like, oh, if, if only the world could be like it was in the 60s. Where like I, like I said earlier, nostalgia is a powerful drug. Yeah. And then the movie starts that way. You're like, yeah, the 60s were the best, man. And then it the switches and you 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 think there, there was no time that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and that whole idea, I, I this is the thing that always uh, sticks in my head about uh, and why I am incapable of joy and and enjoying <laughs> things that like there's nothing you love or enjoy that isn't haunted by evil old white dudes. Everything yeah. you know, I I love baseball. You know, the history of baseball is full of the worst a holes in the world being exploited. You know, there was racism and violence and terrible stuff. You know, anything, the comic book industry, it's full of exploitation, people taking advantage of each other, screwing each other over, stealing anything they could. Like, anything you can name that's great, there's a, there's a darker history of people uh, lying, cheating, and stealing to make, <laughs> to make it that way. So uh, this movie definitely points that out as well. It's like, underneath the glitz and and the 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 good aspects is always some kind of rotten core that uh yeah i I feel like i'm not uh i feel like i'm torpedoing uh the uh, (laughs) the vibes here but (laughs) i won't say i won't say the walt disney corporation because i'm sure they are nothing no yeah there's no they're, they're not hiding anything under any rugs there so you don't want to know what's between the cup and the saucer. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So a feel-good family movie for you. Oh, I, I saw the new James Bond movie, too. Ooh. I watched a lot of movies. This month. So what was the, was the fifth Daniel Craig as Bond, his final Bond movie, and... I don't. I don't think you guys are Bond people, are you? Mm-mm. I was for a time when I was younger. I really, I really loved the old ones it's, and watched yeah. all the the classics. It's, it's funny when we uh, talked about westerns. I was talking about setting on, a, you know, Saturday afternoon eating peanuts, watching a western. I was like, that's what we were either watching a western mm-hmm. or we were watching a James Bond movie. You know, one of the old Roger Moore's or Sean Connery's. Like that's what you did. 
because there was nothing else. Um, but uh, yeah, I've always liked Bond. I prefer Mission Impossible, but I like all the gadgets and the stuff. And this just became more of an overarching story, more serialized of a thing with him. Um, it definitely had, you know, with Casino Royale began, it was about the same time, just after the Bourne franchise started. So it was all about running through walls and, you know, being a more hands-on shaky cam bond. And, and that's, probably the best one is casino Royale of his but the but then they it got kind of sloppy in there and then here at the end they're trying to tie everything together and of his story to give it some give it give it the feels you know to mm -hmm. not make it a stand you know a standalone like most bonds but uh i really liked it i rewatched specter which the fourth one because it goes Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, which sucks. Skyfall was pretty good. Then Spectre is fine. And then this, No Time to Die. But I rewatched Spectre, to, you know, and I would recommend it if you wanted to go into this one and enjoy it more, you know, really remember everything. But I thought this was really good. And it, ha it there's a... I would I wouldn't want to spoil it. There's stuff unexpected stuff towards the end. Like I was, you know, pretty caught off guard. And but I and loved it. Great use of the Aston Martin, the great you know one of the great movie vehicles, and just to, and Anna De Armas is only in it for ten minutes, and she's steals the show. Like she's so great and gorgeous, and you know just kicking butt and I think she's going to earn herself some action roles in the future so uh that was good if you like Bond it was it was a one the, one of the one of the good ones I think that scares me away that the you have to add continuity to everything yeah you, you have to remember what happened to his wife and this happened and all that it's like, it's like but it's the thing that it, it's retroactive continuity it's if they it's not like they it's not the smoothness of if they had planned a five picture bond that would have been a, it's like I equate when people do this to instead of filming something in slow-mo, you just slow down the original footage and it always looks stuttery. That's what this was like. <laughs> it wasn't smooth like it had been planned from the beginning. But at that you know, it was never like I, I want to watch Moonraker. What do I need to know? You know, do, right. I, do I need to watch Thunderball for it? Like that yeah. was never a thing. Well, you need like, to decide how attached to the moon you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else watch any other movies? Uh, it was spooky season, so I watched some horror movies, but nothing really need to dive into. I watched the Rosemary's Baby for the first time. Oh wow! Oh, so yeah. I got I got to see the origin of nana rose's tannis root <laughs> yeah. yes yes there was a little bit of that vibe going on in uh that edgar wright movie yeah yeah but uh yeah what'd you think it was good it was very of its time for sure but but it holds up yeah, yeah it does it does 
that snuck into my top 100 i think like yeah. i would i I don't know if it'd still be there, but I, it was always, you know, I was always, I appreciate a movie that holds up that long later. Like, uh, I like that. I, my only, I kind of hoped it would have been a little more subtle than like, <laughs> I just remember the end, the end <laughs> yeah, makes it spoiled. very, well, yeah, the end yeah, makes it very clear. obvious that what happened happened. Like I, yeah. I kind of wish there would have been a little more doubt to, you know, she just, you know, is she paranoid? It's like, no, this is, and I personally absolutely disagree. Like, I love that they went there. Like, I, that's thrilling to me. Like, yeah, let's not make it ambiguous. Let's just freaking do it. Yeah. Yep, that's... And I watched, I re I rewatched The Haunting because I read, uh, I read Haunting of Hill House. I, I picked up that novel earlier this year at a, at a used book sale. I said, I always wanted to read that. So, I reread the novel by Shirley Jackson and then watched the 1963 movie that was an adaptation of it. Right. Which I I had watched that movie before after watching The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. I was interested yeah. in the original story. So this was uh I wanted to rewatch it after reading the book and it's 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 pretty close to the book. It's Robert Wise was a director who did Sound of Music and West Side Story and a ton of other things. So like very pedigreed filmmaker made this you know, what could have been a cheap haunted house movie and became a very uh, classic psychological thriller thing. But the the movie X's out all of the gay subtext because the book has the main character kind of becomes obsessed. Eleanor becomes obsessed with Theo and like this bohemian hippie chick who kind of lives her own life and she's like, this very repressed introverted woman it, and you, know, you you can read it as that like oh she just wants to be free like theo is but there's some subtext there that that, that could be more than that where the, the movie has none of that <laughs> where she kind of falls in love with the doctor and uh there's sort of a, a more traditional romantic angle to it but there's still a little bit in the movie like you can read some things uh, uh into it but yeah i i it was uh for a night from again for a horror movie from 1963 you know i was laying there in bed that night and still you know a little bit of the the willies that that it left so the willies, the willies. Mm. <laughs> that needs to make a comeback yeah <laughs> and, uh, yeah i also i watched uh a western we had talked all those westerns and i watched the west western came out this week on netflix the harder they fall I think that's what it was called. Yeah, that's had some buzz behind it. Where is he? Where is who? The boss. My boss. 
Clearly, you don't know me. I heard Rufus Buck was back. So ain't no rule to ask a friend to travel. You think Destiny's coming to you? My guns go back. Yeah, that's, uh... It, it's like almost all black cast. And Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. who's great. Zazie Beats, Idris Elba, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield. Are you sold yet? I mean, come on. All, all. It's super stylized. Hmm. All, just very tons of tons of music. <clears throat> I mean, that. It's I don't know. It's just a super stylized western, but it's it's be, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, I, I I I think you'll like it. Did you ever see that? I think it was a '90s. I'm pretty sure it was a '90s movie. Uh, Mario Van Peebles. Um, it was called Posse. I like to think I've never seen. Yeah, I know. I knew what you were going to say, Posse. Yeah. But yeah, I I feel like any Mario Van Peebles I've ever seen, I've blocked out. Mm. my head like i don't remember seeing any of it i i, I, re- I could picture the posse yeah movie poster yeah i figured you didn't remember it since it wasn't on your list so no oh <laughs> yeah that's that's why it wasn't on my list because i didn't remember it yeah I, I definitely want to check this one out for sure yeah that's a good one yeah 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 is that it? Do we do the movies? Uh, yeah, that's probably about an hour. But uh, I, this is super old news. But did anyone have any thoughts about the ending from DC Fandom? That was a while back. We got. I can run down real quick. We yeah, got a remind cool me. Trailer for the Batman, which again yeah. looked very stylish. Uh, pretty cool. We got a, a trailer for Peacemaker on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, was, I'm. I'm definitely going to check that show out when it comes out. Um, we had just watched, uh, God, uh, I'm very unprepared tonight. We watched a movie um, with John Cena in it not too long ago um, that was not The Suicide Squad, but it was like he plays, it was a comedy. He plays him in this, uh, he has a wife that was uh, running to another couple on vacation. And they kind of play these crazy characters. Um, but it just reminded me, when I saw the preview of Peacemaker, it reminded me of that movie. It was something, Vacation or something. Vacation but, Friends or something? Yeah, Vacation Friends. Yes, that's what it was. So, But I'll check it out. We got the uh, the trailer for, the first trailer for, or teaser trailer for Black Adam there too, so. Which rock. for a very for a very light movie that Shazam was, this looked much the opposite. Darker. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Uh, we got a little behind the scenes featurette for Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Mm-hmm. I saw it at first. Thing I was man, this reminds me how much I did not like Shazam, <laughs> and I probably will not even watch this next. <laughs> I just no, thank you. I like Shazam. Carly really liked it too, um, so I'm sure I'll check it out. I just I kind of worry throwing in the whole Marvel family for a whole movie. Yeah, again, you're going to be a little overloaded on. Yeah, I wondered that too, and I I, I kind of questioned it. Like, are we being duped a little bit? Are that have we pretty much seen? 
most of what they're in. I mean, are they mm-hmm. really in the entire movie or not? So and we got a quick little tease for Flash, Ezra Miller's Flash. We heard Michael Keaton's voiceover, <laughs> and we got a little tease of the Batmobile. So this is going to be that multiverse hopping sort of movie. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I thought, this is the first movie. We've yeah. not established a continuity from which to jump forward and backwards through the multiverse. Like, again, DC wants to skip ahead ten steps and, yeah. and well, I mean, all the fun stuff. You know, we had Justice League and yeah, Batman vs. Superman, but... But yeah, no, I don't, I don't know anybody that is really excited about Ezra Miller's Flash movie, anyways. So the only note I took on that was so many lines on the suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the piping. There's just yeah. so many lines, and it's so busy. That suit is so busy. Get over it. All right, there was video game stuff and cartoon stuff and. Flash has gold boots for season eight and all that stuff, but uh, <laughs> uh, Titans was renewed for season four. Doom Patrol renewed for season four. Young Justice Phantoms, Young Justice Colon Phantom, Colon Phantoms. Colon Phantoms. That is actually available right now. Yeah, that stealth dropped when mm-hmm. they announced that season four was coming. They dropped the first two episodes on HBO Max. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, and I haven't started Doom Patrol yet. I did finish titans um yesterday and yeah um i'm really excited about doom patrol season two so <laughs> i'll leave it at that so that was all that was all the footage that we got we got a few things of concept art uh some concept art for batgirl hbo max and blue beetles on hbo max and the first picture from Sandman of Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. Hmm. And then some Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom concept art. Yeah. Uh, there, there wasn't any real footage to show from that stuff, but they're showing that they're, they're working on it and teasing it. And then the biggest thing that made, for some reason, made the most news was Superman's motto being updated from Truth, Justice, and the American Way. It is now truth, justice, and a better tomorrow, which to me sounded perfect. That's yeah, that's so perfect. He is the man of tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that if I don't know, that's that's such a great. It's very change. positive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and that whole like, oh, you're changing the original, like that that idea, like a lot of stuff from Superman mythology. That started in the radio serials of the 40s. That's not even mm-hmm. from the comics. Truth, justice, and the American way. That's from the radio. That was not a comic book invention, along with kryptonite and a whole bunch of other stuff that, the, that came from you know, the radio and not the, the comic origin. So I think that's if you're going to update something like that and make it more modern and inclusive, that I, a better tomorrow. What's, less, how do you argue less, with a better less tomorrow? Less propaganda, more mm-hmm. good vibes. <laughs> So that's that's Kapow. We we're here for good vibes only. We're down with that. Yeah. And that's all I got. Cool. We did it. Hooray. <laughs> we like movies. We like Disney. And we like our patrons. That's right. <laughs> and that's uh, an hour. In that order. And that's an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
and we like and we like talking over Zoom for unlimited amounts of time. That's my favorite part. That's, it's the best. <laughs> we love our listeners. We love people <laughs> who comment, like, comment, subscribe, whatever you got to do. However you find us, we appreciate it. And we will be back soon with more. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We'll never be back. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share. Yeah. I understand, like, my broadcast ain't paying for it. It's- <laughs>